This is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Well, good afternoon. Boy, it's rainy out there. It's going to be windy overnight tonight. Batting down the hatches, I guess. Gusty winds. 30 to 40 miles per hour, maybe gusts to 60 is now what uh, the National Weather Service is saying overnight tonight till uh, 8 a.m. tomorrow, at least for us here in western Whatcom, western San Juan, or uh, western Skagit and San Juan counties. Gusty winds, Admiralty Inlet as well. So just uh, be ready for some possible power outages as a lot of the trees still have leaves on them. Another atmospheric river coming our way. And uh, I talked with uh, Whatcom County Emergency Management earlier today, and um, they said they've been getting a lot of calls from people worried about flooding. At this point, they're not expecting flooding to any major degree, but um, situation, conditions can change. But at this point, uh, I talked with John Gargett there at uh, the Sheriff's Office Department of Emergency Management. He said that they're not seeing indications that uh, flooding is uh is coming our way so good idea to be prepared no matter what but uh it's our open lines open ideas program and we want to hear from you and we're getting closer and closer to this midterm election emotions are running high and uh let's go right to the phones 360-676-5464 roger in bellingham gets us going today hi roger Hi there, Joe. Good afternoon. Yeah. Uh, good to talk to you again. Known you for a long time. Great to have yeah, you. <laughs> I, I wrote a letter to the Herald, and they they published it on Sunday, and I won't try to read it, but it's not very long anyway. But uh, i got about four points I'd like to make about the election. Um, you know, in my own history, I first voted in 1961, and in the 60s and 70s, uh, Parties and issues weren't so polarized as they are now. In fact, I think this election is the most important midterm in my my lifetime. Uh, I voted for people like Republican Dan Evans for governor and Democrat Scoop Jackson for the U.S. Senate. And things were just different then, and I'm sad to see, in a way, a lot of that gone and and what we have now, all this acrimony and uh, accusations of hate and all that stuff. so I became a conservative in the 80s when Reagan came along. I would vote for a Democrat if they supported my values, which I consider conservative. Uh, uh, that's my main my main uh, theory or uh, philosophy. Uh, okay. It's not really just being a Republican because not all Republicans are conservatives. But I've looked at the uh, campaign sites for both Patty Murray and Rick Larson, who are running against uh, Tiffany Smiley and uh, Dan Matthews. And what bothered me was the sites were both silent on three critical national issues. And I'll be try to be brief here. Okay. We have, as we know now, we have inflation. We have high gas prices, high food prices, et cetera. And I think a lot of that started when Biden and his team in the White House decided to try to shut down a major portion of our domestic uh, fossil fuel industry, especially oil. And uh, I think that's the main reason gas prices are so high now. And he's gone off begging to Saudi Arabia and other countries uh, for some relief and is drawing down our 
petroleum reserve for that to try to keep the prices down. Second issue I mentioned was uh, the southern border, and uh, I'm really uh, extremely disappointed in Biden and his crew that they've opened the border to millions of people from many countries, and uh, going along with that is an avalanche of deadly drugs and child trafficking, etc. And his empty suit, Mayorkas, the Secretary of Homeland Security, says it's under control. What a lie. You know, I get tired of these high-paid government officials lying to us. And finally, uh, my third point, uh, our military personnel who are brave people and the kids in the public schools are being brainwashed with this critical race theory, which is a false, destructive Marxist idea uh, that really, I think, will tear the country apart if left unchecked. You know, what's the use of teaching young children to be conscious of race? We should be teaching them to ignore people's race like Martin Luther King urged us to do. So um, I'll stop there and ask people to join me in supporting Tiffany Smiley for Senate and Dan Matthews for the House. Thank you. All right, Roger. Thanks for your call. Let's move along to uh, Fred in Ferndale. Hi, Fred. How's it going? Doing well. What's on your mind today? So uh, now that everybody has their ballots pretty much in front of them, I really want to talk about the 46 cents per gallon carbon tax that goes into effect January 1st. So we have, as voters, have voted carbon tax down four times over the past several years. But our legislative folks down in Olympia feel that they need to legislate an additional tax on our fuel consumption here in Washington. So who does this tax affect the most? It affects middle class and poor people, people that can't afford to maintain their vehicles so that they're running an optimum, you know, running at an optimum rate, people that can't afford to buy newer or more fuel efficient vehicles. Um, you know, the people that it doesn't affect is pretty much, you know, people in the you know, the top 10%, people that can afford to buy an electric car or a Tesla or, you know, a newer car that gets better fuel economy or people that just really don't care, you know, about paying those kinds of taxes. So okay. I guess my point is that, you know, we have a governor well, right now who feels has a climate agenda and, you know, and it's really sticking it to the middle class and the working class people. Okay. Well, one thing I want to point out, though, is that uh, – Gas prices are not going to go up 46 cents. Gas tax is not going to go up 46 cents as of January 1st. That this is, this is projected that this is a possibility were this, uh, this tax, this carbon tax, to be passed along to, uh, to consumers. I understand that uh, that at least is partially likely, and uh, so I'm not going to say that that's not going to happen. But uh, this is not an automatic tax that's going to go into effect on January 1st or any specific date. So I think we have to be clear about that, that this has been labeled many things by, uh, by uh, organizations that are opposed to it, and that's fine. But um, uh, you know, we need to be honest about this, that this is not a tax that is being levied directly on consumers, that uh, this is aimed at polluters, those that uh, release carbon emissions. But... Thanks for your call. Appreciate it, uh, Fred. Well, well j- j- hey, 
Joe, yeah. really quick, who do you expect to, to pay for this? Where is this money going to come from? We'll have to wait and see, I guess, and see how it affects uh, all I, of us. But, uh, we, you know, and, and ch- like I said, chances are that the that the, this is not a fuel tax. Uh, it's not a fuel tax. That's not accurate. It is a carbon tax, which could then be passed along to consumers. Yeah, I won't deny that that could be, very, could be the case. Um but that it is not being levied directly on on uh, consumers, so it's not it's not added on to your your fuel tax that you pay at the pump. Well, all right. Well, regard, regardless of whether it is or not, okay. you know, any carbon tax is going to be passed down to us in one form or another, whether it be in the form of higher prices at the grocery store because of well, you know higher yeah. higher costs to get the materials to the grocery stores building materials, whatever it is, all of our shipping costs are going to go up because of this in one form or another. Okay. All right. Well, we'll let that stand, Fred. Appreciate your call. Bye. All right. Um, let's see. And, and I mean, anytime there's an inc- you know, discuss a, a discussion of any kind of a, a tax increase, regardless of who it's on, and I'm talking, I guess, about corporate income taxes, that sort of thing, it's always the impl- well. The 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 immediate uh, conclusion is that uh, we'll be all paying for that. I don't. I, I it's it's a much more gray area than that. As than uh, just oh the tax corporations they immediately ta- throw the the cost on us. It it doesn't always carry. Uh, but uh, we'll continue here. Uh, let's go to our friend John in Ferndale. Hey John. Get a, hey Joe. Get a, everybody stirred up here. Well, I mean, uh, the the truth is a shocking thing, isn't it? I was listening to Chris uh, Stiegel. He's some no no name magamoron who has a show, <laughs> okay. and uh, nobody knows about it. But that's the kind of show that that Mr. Trump likes to go on. And before I go any further, um, Rich is always saying, "Why does John always bring up former disgraced President Trump all the time?" Well, because he picks all the candidates, handpicks them, right? The crazier, the better. They have to be election deniers. That was in his latest tweet. So on this Chris Chris Stiegel show, S-T-I-G-L-L, he was talking about Kanye West and about Nancy Pelosi's husband being attacked. With the Kanye stuff, he never he, he never denounces Kanye West and his anti-Semitism, which which is like skyrocketing on Twitter. The use of the N word, uh, uh, defamation against Jewish people. He he said, "Well, he was pretty rough on the Jewish." That's all he said. Nothing about that was bad. He shouldn't say that again. I don't know what's wrong with that guy. He's a nut. He should take his medication. Nothing about that. And then about with the Nancy Pelosi situation, he's still spreading the false rumor and the lie about, you know, uh, 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 Mr. Uh, Pelosi being involved in, 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 in some gay love thing or something. It's just so... It's so dumb, Joe. It's well, so dumb. Why don't we and, leave this 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 whole whatever program this is? Let's leave it in um, obscurity and and we can't of, well, because we can. Mr. Trump Mr. Trump gives the, gives the voices of ins- 
right. mean, this is this is the most important election because. Well, the I thing don't is, know. We heard that in 2020, and I think we, we heard, heard it in 2018. It we yeah. heard it before. And, you know, when okay. I brought up the Pew conspiracy junk with you a long time ago, you poo-pooed it. You said, oh, it's nothing. It's, it, it's you know, you, you, you minimize it. Joe, there are Republicans listening to you right, right now that, that think that you and I, after we're done with, with the show, later at night, we're going to go somehow – Drink some baby's blood. They oh. actually believe that, Joe. They they think that there's a chemical called adrenochrome, and okay. if you scare a, a child enough before you kill them, it's insane. Oh. This, this yeah, stuff that's... is just insane, Joe. Well, and okay, okay. the election denying and stuff. All right, John. I just don't understand how people can follow someone who is manifestly insane. Okay, John. And uh, that's enough until you and I uh, clink our glasses later tonight. We'll take a quick break. Be back with more here on KGMI Connects 360-676-5464. Anything goes. Whatcom County has a bright future with Senator Simon Sepsik. You're here ultimately because of the future, because each one of us has this this radical notion, this belief that we as citizens know how to run our lives and spend our money better than a group of politicians and bureaucrats in a far distant capital. It's this radical notion that we in this country have the ability to stay new and to stay fresh, protecting and defending freedom. As John Adams said, however, liberty once lost is forever lost. We've seen how true that is over the past two years as our rights seem to go farther and farther away and our freedoms are eroded from us. But the reason that you've worked so hard and sacrificed so much is because you believe in protecting this, Whatcom County, Washington State, and this country to give it and to give to your children a better life than the one that you inherited. Simon Sepsik. Together, we can build a better future. Visit simonforwa.com. Paid for by Simon for Senate Republican. Hi, this is Marcia Neal with Vibrant USA. If you are on Medicare or if you and your family are on individual health insurance, the time to call us is now. You have a short window of time each year to review your health insurance coverage. Our agents can review your plan options and assist you in finding the plan that best suits you and your family's needs. To be sure you have the most cost-effective coverage for 2023, give Vibrant USA a call at 866-733-5111. It's Bri here from L. Fest Marine and Outdoor, fall salmon fishing on the Nooksack and Skagit Rivers is in full swing, and many anglers have been finding success fishing spinners, spoons, and float fishing with bait and artificial lures. Stop by LFS today, and we'll ensure you have all the equipment and knowledge needed to have a successful time on the water. We're happy to show you what to use and how to use it, and most importantly, where to go. LFS also offers a huge selection of rain gear and boots to keep you warm and dry on your outdoor adventures. Open Monday through Saturday on Coho Way at Squalcom Harbor in Bellingham. AirTech Heating is a premier Linux dealer celebrating three decades of serving our community. They'll install the perfect system to keep you warm all winter long. As a premier Linux dealer, whether you need maintenance or a new furnace, heat pump, ductless heating system, or a new gas fireplace, you can always count on the experts at AirTech Heating to give you an honest estimate on the best system for your home. Call AirTech Heating today at 734-5010 and online at airtechheat.net. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on this rainy, 
stormy Thursday afternoon. Let's go right back to the phones. Tyson and Lyndon joins us. Hi, Tyson. Hey, Joe. Thanks for taking my call today. You bet. So I, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm conflicted here because I don't really, I don't preach, you know, defund police. However, I am a firm believer that uh, policing in this entire nation uh, is ready for uh, a massive overhaul. Um, and I mean, I mean, from top to bottom, I think that we need to gut it out and basically start over. Uh, I would like to see a policing system where they uh, they end qualified immunity. And I know they are trying that in a couple places, I think in Colorado. Um, what I think that a lot of people don't understand is that when a police officer messes up and they are sued by the citizen, um, you know, these, these enormous settlements in some cases, uh, they're paid out. But they're not paid out by the police department. They're not paid out by an insurance, you know, uh, form that, that the police have to carry on their own, like a bonded insured, you know, other employees, manufacturer. Uh, these settlements are paid out with tax dollars. That's your money. That's my money. So all these people, all, you know, up in arms about student relief program. It's funny how nobody cares how all this money's paid out over poor policing. I think it's in the billions at this point. Uh, I think it's over a billion dollars a year uh, countrywide for, for police settlements paid out. Um, and, and I know that not every law enforcement officer is a bad apple. Um, and I do know that, that good officers who try to report bad officers are usually the ones who get, you know, outcast and, and thrown away. Um, I do know that police officers, when they go through academy, they're not trained uh, or taught the Constitution. In fact, they're, they're just, they, they don't even gloss over that. They are taught uh, pain compliance techniques and firing range. I would be very, very curious to hear how many police officers spend time, you know, looking at a law book versus at the range, putting rounds down range. I definitely feel like our police in this country are, are militarized. They've gotten a lot of equipment and gear from the military over the last 20 years, gear that doesn't need to be on the streets, policing civilians. And I know that you guys have, have mentioned, uh, like, First Amendment otters on here before. And if you'd like to see some of the things that, that people, you know, see or do, I've got just a couple of folks that, that I think that you should check out on YouTube. Uh, right. They're all or mostly veterans. And one guy, his channel is uh, is Honor Your Oath. Um, another one is James Madison Audits. And the last one I would want to want folks to go to and check out is the Civil Rights Lawyer. And these all highlight poor policing all across the country, all across the country. Okay. And I'm talking everything from, you know, civil rights violations okay. to planting evidence and, and drugs on camera, theft, petty theft. Um, but a lot of it is just, you know, civil rights violations. Right. And I know folks don't want to say police are bad. They don't violate your, your rights. But I promise you they do. They're taught to do it. And so I just, yeah, I'm ready for a huge overhaul. I don't want to defund the police, but I want okay. them trained and educated properly. All right, Tyson. Thanks for your call. Let's go to uh, Rich in Ferndale. Let's get our phone number, 360-676-5464. Hi, Rich. How's it going, Joe? Doing well. Well, it is very wet, and it's going to get wetter tomorrow. And then there's even talk of ice and snow yeah, maybe, next week. Maybe next kind week of, as it gets colder and colder, especially at night. Kind of crappy. Yeah, so this last caller overhauled the police. I would agree with that somewhat. They need to get the tools back that they can use to stop criminals. One of the biggest tools they can't use is jail or deterrence. They, they book and release guys continually, week after week, because they're not in jail where they can't do crime. So the, the biggest problem we have with policing is policy. They can't do their job. 
Therefore, we have criminals running around that never get put away. The best way to stop a criminal is the whole reason to lock somebody up that's a criminal so they stop doing what they're doing. This lovely notion of rehabilitation, you know, it's achievable for some, but not a lot. So the best thing you can do is just keep them out of society. Right, I know. It, it, but I mean, but there are, you know, I mean, it, it depends on the crime. And, it, and I mean, it's, it's, a, but that, it's a societal no, it issue. I mean, you can't just throw somebody in jail. You catch somebody with... Even yes, hard you drugs. Can, Joe. If you, they break they, the law, you can put them in jail. We have codes for everything, they, Joe. But they you have, don't believe in codes, do Rich, you? You Rich, don't believe in following the law. There has to be the, a person cannot be just held indefinitely under our legal system. Never for, said that, Joe. Never and, said so, that. Got to so use they the have we to got. be. But then we for the, then again, I mean, here locally, we don't have the jail capacity. To just throw Correct. everybody in jail and, and is, hold that them. Is what, that is that is the problem. We need to right, fix. right. The, okay, so that's that's our. Let's it. just talk about it here locally. I mean, we and you. Know, I think the issue in a lot of these cases. I mean, if you talk about. Um, uh, for instance, uh, property crimes. A lot of it is tied to drugs and addction Correct. and and fix all the drugs, that. Fix the problem. That's right. right. But we, that's we not an no easy. It's a it. not an easy problem yes, to fix. No, it is, it is. Rich. You've never. Joe, if, if you're saying that, you've never dealt easy. with addiction or anybody in your you, world yes, who was Joe. addicted to to a substance. It's not. You don't. You don't have, switch. I, flip yeah, a switch. I can explain to you, but it's not going to help. You eliminate the supply, Joe, of the drugs. You eliminate the supply. Oh, most of the problems will know, go away. I know, but how long, have, how long have we tried to do that? I mean, the well, war reason, on drugs. Joe, I have an answer the, for that. I can answer that. Okay. We have not been trying. We have not been trying whatsoever in the last decade to get rid of drugs whatsoever. I, it's, just, it's a nothing burger. We, Joe, this state provides safe injection sites and needles. That is so absurd. That so enrages me that our government helps people be addicted to drugs. That they are so incompetent, it is just mind blowing. I don't know you that do there are. I don't know do that drugs. there are. There, there's been discussion of safe in sex, injection yes, sites, but it was a news blip a year ago on KGMI. A year ago, but six I months, something in the past. I don't we, believe we they've been established. The I mean, we well, do, we certainly don't have them in our community, it. but yeah, there well, are people who know. want to do it. It's it's a it's a it's an an idea that's floated out there because this is a really ingrained and, problem in our society and, and, and we are this is the very problem we're having with this election is the conversation you or me are having right now you joe it sounds like support criminals not obeying the law like oh we got to be nice to them oh we can't do this oh we can't do that oh we got to help them i want to say we have the laws let's use them and that's what most republicans want to do use the law to stop the people from doing it we have we don't need any new laws of any kind. We got so many laws. See what I what worries about me about that that the the rhetoric we're hearing is that Not we're going rhetoric, down it, this it, road again of lock everybody up. You, you get no, caught in a police no. state where everybody caught doing anything is immediately locked up in this idea that we need more jails, more incarceration, more police, and more, simple, more, more. This, and it, I mean, how much, we already spent, you know, what wow. uh, What I've heard is two-thirds of our Amazing. county, but two-thirds of our county budget goes toward public safety, policing, and to incarceration. I mean, yes, that's a lot of money. Is, that's Joe, a lot of our Joe, what we, we what save, we spend. And we can save a lot of money if we put these people in jail and they didn't reoffend thirty times in six months. Because we're spending resources arresting them and releasing well, them, arresting them, releasing But then we need to. Then I guess that we need to pass laws that you, what you get caught with uh, with drugs. You're what? How long do you do you throw somebody in jail? How long? Don't we I have mean, a judge that determines that? Don't we have a criminal justice system that determines all that, Joe? We're talking like we don't have laws. 
All the oh. things, the problems we have, we have laws to solve them right now. We, we refuse do. to okay. use them. Yes. Well, Correct. I, you, I, I, okay. I, there's so many laws. I don't know. I've, I've talked to. The, we've got a prosecutor. I think is very competent. We've got, we've got prosecutors that work under him who are very competent. We've got judges. You can vote you know, on a. You can vote. You're going to vote on a judge this. You know this this right. Tuesday. And I, you know, if the left openly guess, doesn't want to have criminals face consequences. That is the real deal. You so the, pamby, pamby, the, poor the these left people. doesn't. We can't put them in jail. But, yes, but Joe. Rich, the left doesn't control the courts. The courts yes. are not well, under control of the Democratic Party, which yeah, is uh, the boogeyman yeah, in your world. Years, that's true. Right. No, the state of Washington is controlled by Bob Ferguson. I know that for a fact. Bob Ferguson does example. not dictate to our county who, who is prosecuted no, and who is not. He dictates to the state of Washington okay, what okay, the Rich. lower courts right, do. And I can right. give you an example, but you won't believe it anyway. Uh, you right. don't believe Let's... anything a, a person on the right ever says. That's not true. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back with more. we got a bunch of folks on the line. We'll get right to you, I promise. And then we want to hear from you, too. 360-676-5464. Al Ostrander here, retired law enforcement and small farmer. We all know life is getting expensive. Healthcare costs are out of control, and that's why Sharon Shoemake capped the price of drugs like insulin in our state. Sharon Shoemake isn't afraid to stand up to big corporations like tobacco and drug companies. Now they're spending record amounts on attack ads on TV and in your mailbox. Don't believe their lies. I trust Sharon Shoemake. She works for you and me, not the big corporations. Paid for by people for Sharon Democrats. Sold to bidder 126. The November consignment equipment auction at Meridian Equipment in Laurel is now active online through the 12th of November. Visit meridianequipment.com today to check out the extensive selection of current auction items and place your bid. Bids will be accepted through Saturday, November 12th. Meridian Equipment, selling and servicing new and used farm and light industrial equipment for over 70 years. Open weekdays from 8 to 5 and Saturdays from 8 till noon on Guide Meridian in Laurel or online at meridianeq.com. Hi, I'm Dan Johnson, running for state representative. With increased crime, the cost of living, and students falling behind, our state is heading in the wrong direction. This November, you decide where we go from here. As your next state representative, I will fix these issues. Instead of defunding police and releasing dangerous criminals from prison, I will support law enforcement and give them back the tools they need to keep dangerous criminals off the street. Rather than add more taxes that increase the cost of living, although to cut property taxes, sales tax, and the gas tax. If you hear this and think, I could sure use a break right now, I'm right there with you because you won't get this from my opponent. My opponent works directly for Governor Jay Inslee. We can't afford another two years of more anti-police laws, higher gas taxes, and more fees that add to the cost of living. If you want something different out of Olympia, you need someone who will vote differently in Olympia. I'm Dan Johnson, and I would be honored to be your next state representative. Paid for by Vote Dan Johnson. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Tired of inefficient heating, poor indoor air quality, and rising energy bills? Contact West Mechanical today at westmechanical.net to explore going ductless with a system from Mitsubishi Electric Cooling and Heating. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. I guess that's just what kind of concerns me about the rhetoric we're hearing about crime. And the crime is increasing, but how do we respond? What Do we just 
build more prisons. Okay, let's go crazy. Build prisons, incarcerate more people, pump up the sentences and for really everything. And um, then we've got a bunch of people with drug convictions in prison. And those are the people that have been, um, we've over recent years, have been let out. We're saying these were unfair, these long sentences for drug offenses. But that's just my thoughts. We want to hear from you. What are your thoughts? 360-676-5464. We lost Teresa in Blaine. Let's go to Robert in Bellingham. Hi, Robert. Hello. Um, I got two topics to talk about. One is that there have been the callers about the police, and there was the person that was saying that the police were kind of repressive. Now, I I don't know what part of the country he's from. There may be areas of the country that are worse off than Bellingham. I, I did visit many years ago when they had the Occupy movement. I visited uh, the Occupy movement. I just remember someone down there saying he'd traveled around the country quite a bit, and he said, you know, the Bellingham police are the nicest police of any place I've been. And I, I still remember that. And, of course, putting more people in jail does cost money, but sometimes you do have to do that. But the main thing I was going to talk about is uh, I'm uh, concerned about the climate change. I often do talk about that and my brother's electric car and my bicycle and so forth. And somebody called up and he said, well, why should we do anything in this country about climate change? Because China doesn't care. India doesn't care. They're putting so much pollution into the air that whatever we do is just a drop in the bucket. It won't and I kind of remind people that China, China does care. They're they're doing a lot of green energy technology there. But I wouldn't want to live in China because it is kind of a police state. And I mean, I, our police are really nice compared to a state in China. But uh, the reason, but so, but sometimes you may have to lay down, uh, you know, organize people a bit before. Because in this country, we're kind of gridlocked because everybody wants their freedom and cheap gas and everything like that. And uh, we may have to work together to solve those problems. But the main point I think about China is people forget about this. China's got a billion four hundred people. And that's probably why, you know, when you have a billion four trying to enter the middle class and pull out of poverty, that's different than 330 million. 330 yeah. million is the population of the United States. And well, that's true. And China is the, still the, the, the greatest emitter of greenhouse gases, but I think you make a good point. And, and I mean, just look at it a more uh, micro level. I mean, you've got your property and the neighbor has theirs because the neighbor trashes their property. He's like, I'll let my go, mine go to heck too. Why bother? Why try to make it <laughs> yeah. look good? Why, why try to keep it clean? And, and, and I know when we're talking about the atmosphere, we're talking about a global, a global issue. Uh, but um, if we, we've got to start somewhere and if we are <laughs> presenting a good, uh, you know, a positive uh um, example, and not just an example, but showing other countries how to do it, uh, then I think, you know, it, it totally makes sense that we take some steps. But all right. Yeah, I think 
the U.S. is an innovative leader, so a lot of our technology can help the rest of the world if we implement it here. And the big thing is population. I keep going back to population. China has more solar energy maybe than any other country in the world, but at the same time, they also have more coal plants. And yeah, India yeah. we have to worry about because they're such a big population, and, and obviously they're going to create a lot of pollution if they try and emulate what we're doing in this country. Right, right. All right, thanks, Robert. Appreciate your call. Let's go to Jim in Bellingham. Hi, Jim. Hi, Joe. Um, how are you doing today? Doing all right, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, just to echo your just uh, caller right uh, just before me, uh, I think we should really be working on that climate uh, or the carbon capture. Now, I've seen that. It pops up periodically on TV, very rarely on TV, but uh, many times on the web if you're just uh, surfing the Internet, and at least you have half of a knowledge of what you're looking for. So it's very important because then uh, if it's China and India or any other country far away from us that's polluting, um, then they can still be taken out of the atmosphere where we are, you know, and uh, you probably don't have to put these machines, whatever they're planning to use, it'll just suck out the carbon wherever it is, and it probably doesn't have to be always in the same place as where the carbon's being emitted, you okay. know, because of winds, and that's my belief. Okay. Uh, another thing I wanted to point out was uh, one of your callers was talking about Martin Luther King, and uh, conservatives usually, I've read this many times or several times or however many times, that they always bring out the good side of Martin Luther King, and I don't mean that pejoratively, that they, they whitewash him, uh, because they, they quote his I Have a Dream speech. I think that was 63 where he said, uh, you know, I have a dream that, you know, white and black and right. kids can get, you know. But he also had Beyond Vietnam, which is probably what got him killed. Uh, and he called out to, to oppose excessive materialism. That means largely us that we're, we're consuming way too much. Uh, militarism, you know, we have all these armies and navies and air forces going all over and, and military bases everywhere now to make sure that uh, our uh, business interests overseas get uh, assuaged. And then he said um, racism, of course, was the other one. And uh, so he's trying to get to a colorblind society, I think the caller was mentioning. But uh, I don't believe racism is left. I've said what Gore Vidal and many others say, it's nonsense, because we should be uh, treating each other just as if we were. So that was the point okay. where I think the first caller was right on, but I think he went on to, to misinterpret uh, Martin Luther King. So okay. I'm right. just saying, but vote Democratic if you're like me, because you're going to have to wake up and face the issues, uh, the sobering splash in the face, whether we lose or win. All right. And uh, we, we have to keep going. So thanks for letting me on. Thanks, Jim. Appreciate your call. And, yeah, well, that's ultimately what Wolf we'll have to do is keep going, keep chugging along. We'll be back in just a moment. Uh, we got Rob, John, John on the line, and we want to hear from you at 360-676-5464. Back in two minutes. His commitment to Northwest Washington dates back five generations. Our Congressman Rick Larson. Brought up in a family of eight kids, Rick was raised with the value of hard work. The same way Rick and his wife Tia raised their own two boys. Larson understands the pressures facing families when it comes to the rising cost of living. And why he just passed the new Inflation Relief Act that starts lowering costs by reducing prescription drug prices for Washington seniors. And caps insulin costs at $35. 
Rick sees the big picture. That's why he just helped pass bipartisan legislation bringing semiconductor manufacturing back to America. Larson's bill eases supply chain issues and means more good-paying jobs, all while lowering prices on cars and electronics. Common sense. Practical solutions for working families and local business. That's always been Rick's approach to making a difference for growing our local economy. Rick Larson, Congress. I'm Rick Larson, and I approve this message. Paid for by citizens to elect Rick Larson. Ooh, hey, Paul. Fancy seeing you here at Volley's. Planning to play a little pickleball? Oh, hi, Howard. Great to see you, too. What? What's this? Stuck in line? Oh, my. What a pity. Looks like you might not get onto a court until closing time. Yeah, well... I'd better be off. Don't want to miss my reservation on court two. Got to get to work on my dink shot from the kitchen. Hope to see you at the office tomorrow. If you're not still waiting in line... (laughs) Paul doesn't have time to wait in line for a pickleball court, and neither do you. Become a monthly member at Volley for only $99 a month. Play two hours every day at Bellingham's largest new pickleball sports center. Members can reserve courts and get priority sign-up for leagues and clinics. Volley, open year-round for competitive and recreational pickleball seven days a week. Volley's 24,000 square feet of indoor fun also include cornhole, darts, shuffleboard, and a state-of-the-art golf simulator. To learn more and sign up for league play, visit Volley, V-O-L L-I, VolleyBellingham.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. We are. Let's go to Rob and Lyndon. Hi, Rob. Hi, Joe. Hey, uh, I wanted to talk about this uh, catch and release uh, soft on crime thing going on these days. Um, Back in the day, I was doing all kinds of dirt until I got caught for robbing banks. I did 140 months. Uh, that's 11 years, eight months, if you do the math. Wow. Okay. And I hit all the joints in the state, all the high. I just There was a lot of people I just did not want to be with or be around in there. Yeah. Child molesters, rapists, all those guys. They're just a whole group of people I don't want to be around. And we don't need them out in society. They haven't changed. They're not going to change. And it took me a year in the hole being around a whole bunch of guys that like Ridgeway and uh, all these other cats that are high high profile guys, and having to see them every day, you know, looking out the cell at you, staring at you, and just being around these just creeps, real creeps, and that's what saved me. And I don't even cross. I walk across the street. I go to a crosswalk. I mean, that, it cured me. And if people got a little more time instead of this catch and release crap, that's that's wrong. And these guys are just turning right around. If I'd have given, if they'd have just given me three to five years, I'd have been right back out doing the same thing again. Really? It, that that was, yes. That wasn't enough time. Huh. It wasn't until after at least eight years that I decided. You know what? I really don't like being around all these guys. I really don't like it. I can They're imagine. a bunch of whole, whole bunch of dirtbags. And and it, you want to let all these people want to let all these guys out of prison. That's out of line. They're evidently they've never been a victim. And I feel sorry for every teller that I that I traumatized. And I regret it. I have remorse for that. But, you know, just people just need to wake up. 
It's uh, All right. make them do their time. We need to get a jail in this county and start throwing people in it. That's what needs to happen. All right, Rob. That, well, I think that's from somebody that's been there. All right. Yeah. I mean, you speak with an incredible amount of experience, and and I can I just say, I think we all of us who are hearing from you appreciate you for one turning your life around, and also. I I suspect that just with your call, you've scared some people straight, including me. I I don't want to have anything to do with that that world. And and uh, well, I didn't. I I doubt I scared anybody straight. That's, uh, that's doing dirt like that because they're not listening to this station. <laughs> well, you never know. Believe that. No, <laughs> I right. doubt it. I doubt it. Well, Rob, thanks for your call. I really appreciate yeah. it. And do we? I I'd be happy to have you as my neighbor. All right. Well, vote for the jail. All right. Next okay. Time that comes up. Vote for the jail. All righty. Sounds good. All right. Thanks for your call. Bye. Good to hear Bye. from you. Let's go to John and Custer. Hi, John. Hey, Joe. How you doing? You doing well? Doing well. Hey, uh, kudos to Rob. He, he uh, he's one of those, uh, I think, few career criminals that uh, saw good over evil, and he chose the path of good. So good on you, Rob. And uh, that's yeah. that's some truth he was telling us. Well, and it's a, you know, it's an important lesson, I think, for us to remember, too, that, I mean, there was obviously a point in his life where he maybe didn't see any other way, and most of us can't even imagine that, but uh, he was able to, by by that experience, realize, you know, this isn't how I want to live my life, and uh, and there's, you know, we, I think we have to re- believe in redemption to, to one degree or another, you know? Well, that's what it boils down to, is, uh, you know, choosing the good over the evil, and, uh, I think we need to realize there are some people that just, I don't know, you know, if it's a, something they're born with, but some people will always choose evil, and uh, that's, that's yeah. what we're dealing with now. Mm-hmm. But yeah. anyway, what I called about was, uh, I, I heard you uh, mention our prosecutor and the judges um, kind of in, in positive terms, and I, I want to say uh, I'd love to hear from uh, victims of crime in this county over the last few years and see if it's been my family's experience. You know, I, I had a family member uh, assaulted and, and permanently disabled in a healthcare setting by a career criminal. Um, the prosecutor chose to um, dismiss the charges with prejudice, which means they can refile. The problem we had as a family was nobody from the prosecutor's office ever contacted the victim. Um, there's a victim advocacy. Uh, group. I can't remember what they call it, but they give you that information when you're a victim in this county. And uh, they were even shocked. They said, nobody's contacted us. We had no idea your day in court was denied. Your, you know, the, the case was dismissed. And so I, I followed this. I mean, you can go online and look up somebody by name. Mm-hmm. So we were dealing with a person with 16 prior uh, serious uh court cases, majority of them were plea bargained or convictions for assaults and uh, somebody with a drug problem. And even after, I, I see there's another one that pops up, same thing, uh, assault with bodily injury, dismissed with prejudice. So I, I've got no confidence in our prosecutor, who unfortunately is running unopposed. And, you know, I, I voted for the guy. I, I believed what he said on his campaign. And, uh, so we're sorely disappointed, and I think that's a big problem. So, like I said, I'd love to hear from other victims to see if 
they okay. feel that they've been fairly represented. All right, John. Well, and the, the other comment was uh, on the judges, none of them are running opposed. I, you know, there's a big problem I have with that uh, when you consider how much, you know, sway a judge in our state has. You know, there's things, you know, they the judge struck down uh, $30 card tabs. Uh, recently, uh, everybody's insurance went up because of the uh, state uh, insurance commissioner, and the uh, judge said, no, that was unlawful. You can't, because of equity, increase rate, yet nothing happens. So I think we're being held hostage in this state by, you know, by our uh, elected officials. Anyway, that's all I have to say about that. All right, John. Thanks for your call, and and best to you and your family. That's a a tough situation. And uh, All right. Well, let's go to John in Bellingham. Hi, John. John? Oh, is that from, are you, is, am I on? You're on the air. You bet. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for taking my call, Joe. You bet. Well, I just want to react, uh, respond to a couple guys that in the last couple of days. One that t- today, the guy that was talking about the Occupy movement back in 2009, okay. or, you know, people were marching on the streets, was, uh, and they were all living in the Heritage Park, Marine Heritage. Right, uh-huh. Yeah, you know, I happen to agree with him. Now, I've lived up here in Whatcom County for almost 50 years. I came up here in my mid-20s, and, you know, I have to say the police in Bellingham, Whatcom County, are just absolutely um, above average in how they treat us. I grew up in an area of, of California, in California where that wasn't happening. <laughs> uh-huh. But that being said, I did learn a whole slew of survival skills that probably most people don't have by surviving all that um, abusive, highly abusive treatment for no reason. Right. And, um, and you're saying at the hands of police in where you grew up in California? Yeah, let me, let me just say this. Okay. When you get beat up by the cops in a jail cell for a minor misdemeanor uh, situation, and you're in your early 20s, you don't ever forget it. You don't forget their face. You don't forget their name. And, you know, um, everyone has a story, but, uh, you know, bringing it to the future, okay? So, for me, it was a lot of healing. I I happen to believe that the Bellingham, Whatcom County, uh, Fraser River Delta, Nooksack, Skagit, is an enormous healing area. In the, on the globe, the energy's here. Uh-huh. I've seen it again and again through the years. Men and women come to this place on the streets. I'm the old dog. When I walk down railroad, 1300 block of railroad, I'm the one who knows who just got here and who didn't. You know, I mean, uh-huh. I've been walking that street for for many decades. And um, I see them, they're so angry from where they came from. And then through the years, they mellow out because there's so much... Um, there's a healing energy here, and it all goes back. It really goes back to a um, forest fire in 1864 huh. that burned down all the superstructures above ground for the, the mines, the coal mines, because this is going to be the coal-bearing area where the railroads came. And I, I believe in divine providence and that the reason that happened in 1864 was because <clears throat> the uh, giver of life— Creative all of all time, space, uh, and all of matter um, was preparing a uh, a 
place a uh, a place for his children in these last times. We are a very uh-huh. rare area. Uh-huh. Now I have happen to have the life experience to understand that, and you know, and I think like we have the, the best bus system on the West Coast. I'm talking about walking track. Literally, we have the best one by a mile. Okay. And same with the police and the way they uh, they abide by the laws. Most people, I can recall, like I was at Katrina cleanup in 05, uh-huh. and working for Berkshire Hathaway uh, down in um, Bernard St. Bernard Parish and over in uh, uh, Waveland and um, Biloxi, yeah. and uh, driving heavy equipment, doing cleanup on a FEMA contract. And oh, when we moved over into... Uh, like just outside the lower ninth ward, suddenly we we ran into the uh, New Orleans Police Department, uh-huh. and the cop literally told us, "Like, hey, if you don't get out of here and do what we want, you know, we'll just take you to jail. We'll just make it up, and it'll stick." Huh. They literally told us that, wow. and I'm, we're down there working now. You know, it is what it is. So they're not all bad, and it only takes one good one or a few good ones to keep the rest in line. And besides that. Everything's run by the providence of the divine, and even the most cruel tyrant can never go further than he's allowed to. So, but you know, not to switch switch the subject a little bit about this whole thing about they call election deniers. Well, I have news for you. I call it fraud deniers. Okay, election fraud deniers, and there's a whole bunch of them. And you know, until we get to the point where we treat the ballot as a legal document. With a legal chain of custody, everything and a piece of paper, everything they talk about is just smoke and mirrors, and there's okay. no transparency. So I mean, there's no confidence. Now we well, have to go with what we have. I don't even remember when we switched and how that happened. It's what to mail to mail in ballot yeah, because I remember I used to well, vote. I used to vote in the last, poll. Uh, yeah, but it's it it's been uh, you know since I've. It's been since I've been here. I've been here for about twenty years. But you don't think that? Uh, I mean, the good, the good vibes, for lack of a better term, of our region. You don't think that's affecting all these other parts of our society? You don't think it can kind of well, keep okay. things cool as far as our election? <laughs> I don't. Know. I kind of. I tend to tend to trust our uh, our elected well, hold, hold officials. On. Just a second, Joe, because I, I I understand that you're kind of a fraud denier, but which is fine. You know, I, this is a great forum. Uh, to discuss that, but when um, when there's a, a literal hesitancy to have increased transparency, the other thing is when you deal with politics, same with religion, those are really vital areas, and there's a whole reason why uh, it gets so intense the more you look at it. And politics, people that okay, don't John, have a strong... John, I got to cut you off because I'm out of time, but call me back. I, I, I'm... Uh, you intrigue me. We'll take it. <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow, four o'clock, for KGMI Connects.